You're listening to Moms on Overtime with Elisa and Sarah. And tonight we're going to be talking about parent-teacher conferences. Is that good? Is yeah, that that's very, very good. Yeah, I mean, we have to cut it's out. Ta- John's like, eh, it's all right. It's fine. I should not say tonight, it. though. No, I like it. Let's just keep going. I think we keep it. Okay. Keep it. You can be listening at night, daytime. If you're Michael, shout out to Michael. He can be listening at lunch. <laughs> Moira started listening. Um. (laughs) All right. So we're talking about parent-teacher conferences. And we picked this topic. Why? Because we are new to them. Well, and we're new to it. Like, it's only our second year for both of us to be on the parent side of parent-teacher conferences. I mean, daycare does kind of some (laughs) parent-teacher conferences. But that's, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You're like. Okay. <laughs> so, like, sign up on this sheet to talk to us about your kid, and then I forget to sign up on the sheet, and then I just forget to do them. And I'm like, did she bite anybody? Can she count to three? Cool. We're doing just fine. I don't need to talk about yeah. it. Well, and you see them every day, whereas you don't see your kids' teachers every day, except this year, where I get to listen to my kids' teacher all day long. Well, you're speaking as a, a parent who drops your children off at daycare or picks them up from daycare, and me, as someone yeah. who works too much, does not ever pick up their child from daycare or drop them off. So, yeah, not good. Anyway, I probably did need a parent-teacher conference for <laughs> preschool and daycare. Uh, never did so, so, so you think... you did yours, right? You did yours already, and I did not do mine yet as of this conversation. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Mine is the best. Todd signed up for Thursday at 8 o'clock. I don't know you notice the Thursdays I get a little tipsy on my work happy hour <laughs> wait eight o'clock at night yes 8 p.m he's like well I thought you would be done with your happy hour by then and we'd be able to join <laughs> it's a prime time to talk to my child's teacher <laughs> one bottle of wine in what the fuck Todd so. yeah what well, yeah Guys, I have to leave the happy hour because I need to go now talk to my child's teacher. Um, this year I was not as nervous, but maybe, a, I don't know, a little nervous because... It's you so weren't hard. nervous because you were drunk, Sarah. That's why you weren't I know, nervous. This time. <laughs> <laughs> this time. <laughs> um, but, like, part of why I get nervous before it, because is there something I should be doing that I'm not doing and not thinking about or following through on and what is going on. Um, I think it also as a non-teacher, it's like a person of authority, even though, you know, Gannon's kindergarten teacher, I think was 24 (laughs) yet. She was a person of authority in my world. Um, But in, I know age doesn't matter on authority, but it's weird. Anyways, it went fine. It was good. I don't think that she's seen all of his abilities over online because he's goofing off or he's doing something. And I can't be in watching him the whole time because yeah. I have a full-time job, right? And, you know, we have the nanny and the, she helps, like, keep him in place and make sure that he stays upstairs, but not that he's actually doing his work. Um, she, the teacher was going through the list of things that he's really good at and, or, and then the things that he needs to work on. Right. 
one of the things that he's really good at is being on mute and not talking out in class. <laughs> the key, key skill and for I, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Adults can't seem to get it right. So, you know, no. go I start laughing and she's probably so confused. But they said, that's because you were her- drunk. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> But I said to her, that's because he doesn't want you to hear him drumming all day, because that's what he does all day. He's drumming and he's like banging on stuff all day. And he doesn't want you hearing that. And she just she giggled. And it's it's true because that's really I think that's all he does is drum, bang on stuff. Like, I'm trying to work. Just, Stop making he's so just antsy. I don't he's just all over the place. But it was super early. It was like two months ago. We were barely into the school year. Not two months ago. I don't even know. It felt like two months ago. Maybe it was like (laughs) six weeks ago. Somewhere in there. It was so long ago that it didn't feel like we were far far enough into the school year. Todd's school does parent-teacher conferences next week. And normally it's always around November time. But it was... Oh, yeah, I guess it was like, yeah, it was almost six weeks ago. And it's the beginning of October. And it it was just crazy to me because you've only been in class with my kid for six weeks. How are you going to give me any feedback to help him do better at, at being in school? So I don't know. Yeah, that does, that does seem early. Yeah, I don't know. Mine, when are you? When are yours? Mine is next week. Um all virtual, obviously. I get nervous just because I feel like I don't want to find out my kid's like an asshole or being an asshole or <laughs> like that's like my always my fear. Um, that and like I remember the one for kindergarten. They're like, oh, write down, you know, stuff that we should know about them. I don't know. There was like a little bit of like participation in it, like in kindergarten, and. I am terrified of having to write anything down or spell anything in front of a teacher. I'm completely mm. like self-conscious about it. My handwriting is terrible. When I'm nervous, I write faster and more shorthand, even worse than I would be normally. Yeah. And I freak out about spelling things. And I feel like I'm being totally judged. I also like to write capital letters in the middle of my sentence, like words, it's like what I do. And I feel like I just look like a bad example. Like Scarlett keeps doing it with her name. I do know this. They're gonna say is like her A and Scarlett. She keeps doing capital A, and they keep correcting it in the pages that I get back. Like at the top, like I'm like Scarlett, lowercase A in the middle of your name, not a capital A. So I get nervous. I get nervous about that, and I also, I don't know. I just I don't. I'm like worried that I don't know what I'm really worried about. To be honest with you, I just get nervous that they're gonna tell me she's not doing well but like I feel like we've been like really communicating with them this whole time mm-hmm. and so they've been like a lot of feedback and like early on they were like calling and then she got Jaguar of the week or of yeah of the week one week for her math skills that was kind of fun which is like they just identify somebody in the classroom and kindergarten everybody got it I really don't know how it works in first grade whatever who cares if everyone gets it but she said that her math was really good. She pulled Aaron in to, like, talk to um, her about Scarlett's math, like, one day, like, during a virtual class. Like, she was doing a really good job and had all the answers and everything. I'm like, she have a calculator in her, near her desk or something? Like, I just don't know. 
And I just feel also she's like a social butterfly. And I don't know if that's like going to be a good or bad thing. Because Aaron will said he'll hear like when she gets on class, like everyone's like, hi, Scarlett, hi, Scarlett, hi, Scarlett. And then her teacher was like, okay, I know you all want to say hi to Scarlett, but we need to start listening. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, and she's not even in a freaking classroom. And I'm worried she's like <laughs> pulling attention in the virtual setting as well. And then they're, they're like in class too. So I think it'll be nice to get like a little bit more feedback about like how she feels like with her in class, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, I just, I think it'll go well. I mean, I like her teacher, but I also heard she's like tough too. Like not like tough, but she's just very like, I don't know, not tough in a mean way, but I've heard she just doesn't like, like not slacking off, but even in first grade, like everyone needs to be paying attention. Everyone needs to do this. Everyone needs to do that. And like we read every day and like, she's a good reader, you know, but I don't know. So we'll see. There's another thing too, is the obligation to do it. Right. As far as we're feel obligated to do the parent teacher conferences, but we don't have to do it. Right. Um, really? really? You don't have to do it. I kind of assumed I had to do it. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. It's obligation. And so as a wife of a teacher and a daughter of a teacher. Oh, yeah, I you should. Know that it is definitely an optional thing. <laughs> My mom never did parent-teacher conferences. One, mostly, definitely in high school, because she said, I work with all of your teachers. If I had an issue that I wanted to talk to them about, I'll just go find them, <laughs> or they'll find me if there's an issue. <laughs> oh, my like, gosh. Okay. You know, with Todd, it's hard because he, he, he has so many students. He yeah. has, like, 80... 90 students I don't even know how many students he has he's a lot because he only teaches science right so mm-hmm. he has eight sections of science that he's teaching every day that's actually it's way more than that 120 yeah that's a lot of kids yeah so could you imagine him having to talk to 120 parents yeah that's a lot yeah so he doesn't he doesn't do it for everybody then no, because there's no way. It would be the parents that just want to do it. And most likely the parents that just want to do it are the, the kids that are doing well in school that don't need them to come in. So at a certain point, you don't have to do parent-teacher conferences anymore. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm busy Googling right now, like surviving parent-teacher conferences. And you know what came up? It mostly is like teachers afraid of parents. Probably yeah. parents to be assholes. Yes, they're <laughs> really. Nothing's coming up for like how how we feel. It's all like teachers, how you should approach like parents at parent teacher conferences. I'm like, really? Because I'm worried yes. about what I should say. It's probably really nerve wracking for some because they they've never had a conversation with this parent for the first time. Just as how nervous we are, they're probably just as nervous for some parents. Um, except t- Gannon's. <laughs> kindergarten teacher last year did I tell you the story I'm sure I told you a story so Gannon looks a lot like me right we all know this mm-hmm. his teacher last year almost couldn't quite, like talk to me because she was just so amazed on how much I look like yeah. Gannon like me she's like I really just can't get over how much Gannon looks like you <laughs> I was like I know 
<laughs> he is my son. <laughs> and she said it so many times. I just kept talking. It was interesting. Did Tom go and go to your parent teacher conference? He went. So that one last year, we, he, it was the same night as his. So he was on my phone listening to the teacher in the classroom while I was talking to her. Did you, did he go to the one that you just had? I'm only yes. asking because I don't think Aaron is ever, he never went last time and I don't think he's going to probably show up this time. <laughs> oh yeah. We were both there. Not that I like care. I'm it's just, virtual. Sorry. Yeah, I know that, but he's still probably, <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll make him show up because it's virtual. But I remember last time I went by myself, oh, I, I had think to be afraid to, to write something down and spell it wrong in front of the teacher. And I was a room mom too. So like, I kind of knew her a little bit better because I was a room mom, but I didn't get to be a room mom this year because of COVID. I learned there is a room mom. There's one head room mom. And I'm very glad I'm not involved because it looks like a complete shit show because they did a Halloween party and they had to like get all this stuff for the Halloween party. Then they had to quarantine the things for the Halloween party and then get them passed out in a school drop off. And then they had a virtual party. And I was like, so glad I'm not doing any of that business. I ain't got time for that. Do not uh, deal with it. Not that I want to like scoop into being a room mom, but yeah. <laughs> I I will do it again, but just not I wasn't doing it this year. I said I would do it this year, but then you should make Aaron head. sign up for it next year. Yeah. Could be like uh what's the what's the show? What's the show? Uh single parents. Oh yeah. Right? The one that you talk about all the time. Yes. <laughs> I knew the it was one, gonna be that. So one dad, he's like, always wants to be the room parent. You shouldn't call it room mom. So it's annoying. Yeah. I don't know if it says room mom on the list, but what people call it. So we call it room parent. Although I saw no men when I was a room mom slash parent. Anyway, I don't really have much else to say about parent teacher conferences. This is like, mm. I feel like I if I had more to say after I had mine. She's going to tell me that Scarlett is um a very sweet child. You always tell me that she's very sweet. She likes to, she's loves to do all this stuff, but she always gets, I know what she always gets. <laughs> what we always get is that she jumps to the next thing too fast, which is totally true. Like doesn't want to like finishes what she's doing. It's like the first one's done all the time. Then she'll like miss a question or something. Like she goes too fast. I don't know how that will play out when it's, you know, virtual, like, since they're talking about virtual stuff, like if they can really tell that, that they're kind of like moving on too quickly, you know, because I feel like in class it's a little bit different, but she'll, she'll do that a lot. Like she'll want to move on to the next thing, next thing, next thing, and not like stay focused. Like I remember in kindergarten, even like her baseline test, they were like, oh, she like kind of rushed through it and like got ones wrong or like missed something because she was just like trying to get to the next thing. Because usually at the end of the tunnel on kindergarten is what? Like free time. Mm. And so she just wants to get to the free time of things there's less of that in first grade I feel like in general yeah. I mean there's free time for everybody like virtually they'll have like break times but like kindergarten was very much like oh you finish the thing go do something else like go play or whatever first grade it's more like you have to wait till everyone's done you know patiently or whatever but so I don't know they'll probably tell me that but again I only usually get nervous because I don't like to have to like spontaneously talk about my kids which is weird because that's all we're doing right now but yeah so what do you think I'm like I I don't know I mean what do I think I'm not even here am I supposed to tell you that I'm an absentee parent I'm not here I don't know what's going on (laughs) you tell me what's going on I'm I'm not at all here 
I'm here all the time and I still miss things. I'll, I see them all day, 24 hours a day. Um, <laughs> they're always with me, even Sarah's right about now. To leap. Sarah's about <laughs> to leap through the phone. She's like, I'm here, 24 hours a day. I don't like it. Um, That's how she started her parent-teacher conference. She's like, I've been drinking a whole bottle of wine. I don't want to be here anymore. How's my child doing <laughs> in first grade? <laughs> Is he doing well? Is he achieving? He's doing, doing his job. Is he going to uh, graduate? What else was there you say? I think also when you're going into the building. Damn it. <laughs> Hold on. Should I narrate this? So you don't have to cut it out. So you don't have to cut it out. Sarah's on mute and she's telling her kids what to do. I can't tell which one because they're off camera. She's looking very high though. So I'm going to say the older one. <laughs> she's telling them what to do and to get out of the room. We've only had like six interruptions in this whole podcast. <laughs> the rest were edited out. You can keep my commentary. <laughs> I'm sure our our will enjoy it. Oh my gosh. That's what I'm saying. They're with me all the time, like literally even at this moment. Um, part of my thing when I have to go to the building for parent-teacher conferences, I get nervous that I'm not going to find the right place. Or <laughs> I... I feel that way. I feel that way about any appointment for anything that I haven't already done for yes. anything. That's how I always feel. And I say I'm going to leave early so I have enough time. But I'm like also perpetually late. So it's like twofold problem. <laughs> I'm probably running late and I don't know where I'm going. And I'm worried I won't know where I'm going. <laughs> Someone will ask if you need help. And I'll say no, but I really did need help. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had it right, but I was wrong. And I should have just said, yes, can you just guide me to where I need to be? Because Sarah was drunk. See, she just goes to every single period. It was not. Conference. Should. I should. That would probably be easier. I think the driving to the place, though, might be not a good idea. I think that's the takeaway that I have. You should just drink before your parent-teacher conference. Just, you know, a glass or two. I think they should all be virtual moving forward. We've proved that it works. Let's continue doing that part virtually. You so want to keep it, all, keep it all virtual? I will get to it faster because otherwise, I mean, I schedule mine like leave on time for work from work and like walk in the house and five minutes later, I'm going to log in <laughs> to like, so I'll still be late is what I'm saying. Or, or it's at home. Because uh, they want us to log into the kid's computer. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Don't make me explain it. It was in a long email. One of every 500 emails that... I have to read from school. Oh my gosh, there's so many emails right now. It's yeah, crazy. we should. I know we're gonna we're gonna move off conferences because I think we've had enough. But I am gonna touch base on emails for a second. So many fucking emails, and I and I say this with love and respect because I understand there's a lot going on and we need to be communicated with. But it's like the teacher. Okay, those are probably the most important. Then there's like the school. Cool probably still important then there's district a little less important because like my kids are not at the high school but I get it fine tell me what's going on with the district and the COVID and the whatever and then there's the school board okay and then there's the Illinois Health Department through the school board and this is every single day and then I'm like I hope you don't have buried in this email something I need to know like today's email was that yeah. we're going back to virtual next month next Monday 
because we were hybrid at the moment, if you elected it. I'm like, okay, cool. But that was, that should have been the headline. The top of the email should have said, Monday the 16th, everyone's virtual. Instead, it was yeah. like, hi, we're reaching out to you to give you the weekly um, you know, health concerns and blah, blah, blah. And we've been watching the metrics. And our positivity rate is 1%. The positivity rate of the community is 10%. We are within the 1%. But after speaking to the Illinois Health Department about our cases within across our district, across all blah, blah, blah schools and 1,500 students and 300 staff, we have decided that we will be going back to virtual starting Monday. It's like, that should have been at the top of the motherfucking email. Like, right at the top. I don't care about everything else. I know what's going on. Just tell me what I have to do. Like, the difference between you and me, or not you and me, you, you and I and other people, is we like the bandages to be ripped off and tell me the information and get to the point. I don't yeah. have time for this shit. Move on. Like, get to what it is. I don't care about the fluffy. Like, let's make this nice to get to the point of, like, your decision. I don't need to know your decision. Tell me what I have to do. Stop, yeah. stop wasting my time with how you got to where we are going. I just want to know what to do. I wish I could say I read that email verbatim, but I had it in my head, and that's like literally what they sound like. Because, and here's how I know: it's because I usually have to read it more than once to understand what is actually happening. Like I'll read it, and like the skimmer in me is like, and I'm like, so virtual. Everyone's going virtual. Maybe I should read that again. And then I read it again, and I'm like, this could use some bolded lines somewhere in here that just says like. This is what we're doing. And it's funny because the email before that was like, things are going great. Like literally just yesterday, things are going great. Our positivity rate is this. Da, da, da. And again, I'm skimming it to say, what are we doing? Still staying hybrid. Okay, cool. I'm fine with that. Email to it today. I'm like, the part of me wants to assume this is the same information, but something tells me it's not. It's not. I'm telling me that we're going virtual. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. No, the emails are insane from everybody. Yeah. Which again, I know they have to do it, but the ones that come from the district are the ones that drive me crazy because they're like less personal. Like the teacher is a little bit more personal. The district's more like them trying to cover their asses and I totally get that. But again, just, I would think it so if annoying. the teacher also was a little bit more direct and said, this is what's happening. I need you to have make sure they have this and this and this. Oh, I spent the first couple of days of hybrid like not setting the right things. Like... And I just gave up. I was like, you know what? I'm sending your Ziploc bag with your music and your Ziploc bag with your art every damn day. And she'd be like, but we don't have art today. I was like, I don't care. It's very slim. It doesn't take up a lot of room. And I am sick of having to go remember just like letters for the day of what's what. And like, it's yeah. changed three times, by the way. It started one way. Then it changed for like hybrid. Then it changed again, which again, and I don't want to sound like bitching about it. I get they're doing what they got to do. I'm going to do, if you're going to do what you got to do and change things 10 times, I'm going to do what I got to do. And I'm just going to send her with all of her fucking shit. And if she doesn't need it, she doesn't need it. Like I'm, I'm done trying to have to look at the little map and A, B, C, D, E day, and then look at the schedule and figure out what she has and then figure out if what she has and on the day that she's in class in person. So I'm done. She taking the bus. No, Aaron drops her off. Okay. And picks her up. She's not on the bus, but yeah. So I'm like having to figure out what's in her bag and not in her bag. And then. Is there a mask in there? And then Allie is like a little stealer and she takes things from places. She's missing, she has to wear a green bracelet to say that she's like been checked in. And mm -hmm. yesterday, last night, the green bracelet was missing. Don't know what happened to it. 
I think Ellie might have taken it. I think she might have thrown it out. I don't know. It just looks like a little rubber bracelet. Mm-hmm. This girl's crying. They're not going to let me into class because I can't tell them I don't have coronavirus. And I'm like, you're fine. I'll check you in on the app and I will call the school and I'll tell them. And they were like, we have extra ones. Again, all this today. Then to find out we're going back to virtual anyway. So I'm like, you know what? Part of me is like, well, whatever. These two days a week are kind of always crazy. So we'll just, I'll be home. I don't really care. I think their school is doing a really good job and they haven't really had too many cases, but obviously it's going up everywhere and they were counting the whole district, not necessarily just your school. So I think that that's why they also went back, but whatever, it's fine. But yeah, so someone has to read all those emails. I'm done. I don't want to read them. I know. Wait, wait. John, John, will you read them for me? Wait until you have Ellie in school or in my case, the girls are in school now and they are getting, I'm so I'm getting three teacher emails. I do only get like one for like the district and superintendent, but like, because it's the same district and superintendent, but two different principals. So I have two different principal emails. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't forget about the Jaguar journal. Forget about that. That's an email too. Sometimes there's stuff buried in there. I'm like, should I read this? Oh, yeah, PTO stuff. Oh, PTO. yeah, they want money from me, and I'm not giving it. <laughs> I keep getting emails where it's like, every student's parents are supposed to give $15, and I'm like, okay. And they're like, you can drop off your $15 at the front office or, like, whatever. And I'm like, I go into the freaking office, drop off $15. You don't have, like, an online way to do it? Uh, not that I know of, no. Oh, we have, like, a... We had, like a, we had a portal for paying your like initial fee, but there isn't one for paying $15 to Karen. <laughs> it's, I'm sure it's your name's not Karen. <laughs> That's so mean. Poor Karen's everywhere. Forever and ever. What else you got on this topic? Okay. Um, um. <laughs> Leave that um in. Don't cut that um out. Sarah had a the, whole thing to say. Yeah, the emails, especially when it comes to something that you actually have to sign up for, is the biggest pain in the butt. And now with parent-teacher conferences, you have to you have to pay attention to them. And it's there's just so many emails. I read so many emails a day. I don't need so many more emails about making sure I'm on a parent-teacher conference or getting everything in and just start ignoring just start ignoring emails from certain people that's what I do I don't read John's emails at work (laughs) I just ignore him (laughs) (laughs) ignore my boss's emails that's probably a good idea (laughs) I actually at work because we're on teams when there's the chats I get really annoyed when people Email me something that should have just been in the chat. <laughs> it's the equivalent of having a meeting for something that should have been an email. Yeah. Yeah. If you're asking me one question, this should have been in a chat. There should be no email to this. There's this, There's no need for this email. I, w- I will sometimes not respond to the email and then respond to them in chat. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good uh, closing argument on this weird combination of a topic i don't well emails student parent teacher conferences fine maybe we should do some tips we can do some tips 
We're really we, making John work for his editing on this one. I know. Sorry. Just so you know. If you've made it this far into this episode, we've cut out so much stuff. <laughs> Our kids arguing in the background. Dead air. Ums. Not come prepared. It's just, it's a shit show. All right, go on. Here's our tips. If you so some tips on parent-teacher conferences. Everyone feels like they're shit shows, so you're just one of the crowd on that one. Especially, especially in 2020. I mean, if you have your shit together, then I mean, you should be writing a book right now. <laughs> Figure, <laughs> help us out because we do not have it together. It is not an obligation. For you to come do parent-teacher conferences, you can. I did not know. I mean, I'm pretty sure I would be felt like I'm looked down upon. From whom? I don't know. I mean, I want I want to do them, but I just didn't know your mom. It was an option. Your mom would would be like. No, I I mean I want to do them. I just didn't know it was an option. You never get. I mean, I'm just learning that today. Okay, go on. Tip three. Isn't you're not obligated if you really want to know something about your kid. And you want to double check and make sure something's going on, or if you want to catch up on something, they are happy to email you. I was gonna say anytime. More emails. That's a tip from Todd. That's that's a Todd tip. He's he says if I needed <laughs> to talk to <laughs> John says Todd tip. John says we need a Todd tip every show now. <laughs> Todd, Todd tip. tip. Um, all right, email. Todd, email. Yeah. If you actually want to know what's going on with your student, your kid, the, the student, the teacher will probably let you know if there's something really bad happening that needs to be addressed right away. He emails parents all the time about homework assignments not being in. He reaches out. Probably, the, you know, we're all in, again, the email overload and they don't see them. But if you don't get to have a chance to go to parent-teacher conferences, just email your, te- your the teacher, and the teacher will probably respond and give you some feedback. And that's all you really need, just to make sure that your kid's not a total failure. That's all. Or, you know, to make sure you, you know what to do to help them be a more successful student. I like that. That was great. Wonderful tips. Sarah and Todd. <laughs> also, don't be drunk. Or, or have a, a glass of wine first. <laughs> there you go. Thanks for listening to Moms on Overtime. You can follow us on Instagram at Moms on Overtime or find us on Facebook.